one. Welcome to episode 10 of 3 for 30 podcast. We're going to be going over, of course, the Super Bowl recap. We're going to go over NHL power rankings and the CBB power rankings, of course. Let me get started first. Mike Fryers. Mike Fryers re-signing with the Athletics of Oakland. D. Rose is coming back home to the Mecca. And Indiana upsets Iowa. We'll talk about that later if we have time, but let's get started right away with the Super Bowl. Bowl. Sunday night in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay takes the crown. Chuck predicted it. 3-0 in predictions. 3-0. Yes, this guy's guy's amazing. So let's talk about Gronk first. This guy just calls games and they just... Let's talk about Gronk first. We talked about the tight ends last time before the Super Bowl. And I said, you know, tight ends are going to be a big one in this. And Travis Kelsey didn't really – I mean, he got yards. He got over 100 yards receiving, but didn't find the end zone. So, Chuck, what – did you see – do you think uh, Bruce Arians caught the Chiefs off surprise by implementing Gronk into the game plan? That, um, No, they the Chiefs should not have been, like, surprised at all because Gronk, at least have we seen in the playoffs, he's more of a red zone or even just a deep threat when he has Tommy B on his side, we see him on the Patriots. He had he gets tons of playoff touchdowns. They just broke the record with Montana and Rice for mm-hmm. total touchdowns in uh, the playoffs. Like he's mm-hmm. lethal deep, and you it's hard to guard. So it shouldn't have been that much of a shocker. If you see Gronk going long, you got to get ready because he's you know Tommy B is about to throw it to him. Mm-hmm. So also, I'm gonna have to disagree with that. I'm gonna have to disagree. Really? I think because I mean, I think they were more worried about like Mike Evans and um, their other receivers. I agree with that. More their wide receiving core Mm -hmm. than um, Gronk, and I think that I think it actually did catch them off guard because right. I mean, this season, this season, Gronk has mostly been a blocker. He hasn't been this, you know, like like perennial receiving guy. Right, so I think it did catch him off guard. No, but I, I, did. I did say it did catch him off guard. I just didn't say that it shouldn't have because you should have expected look back of how he used to play just because he was out of the NFL for a year, something like that. It just, it doesn't matter if he's, if he's been gone for a little yeah. bit, it's fine. You but sh- I mean, you have to rely, it's, it's, you have, I mean, what did they, they could, they only could rely on the film that they had from the bucks of this season where, Gronk was kind of playing more of like a role player role. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this question. Let's 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 focus on the Chiefs side now. Was it this? Was this performance? Did this show that Patrick Mahomes was human, or or don't? But let me finish. Or was it really the fact that the Chiefs did not have an offensive line? Well, well, let me let me say this. It's it's kind of the fact that. It's kind of the mix of two, not just doesn't have offensive line, but just Patrick Mahomes is human because without a line, he isn't like he still isn't the Patrick Mahomes used to. Everyone needs a good line. He's not immortal to like pass rushing. It's not everyone. It happens to all QBs. If you don't have a line, it happens now. Just like Russell Wilson. I've been saying it forever. Yeah. He's a great QB when he has an offensive line. And that's what we saw when he won a Super Bowl. Yes, we saw. Yeah. Huh? Okay. Saw plenty of Bucks guys like the same thing. It's the same thing. All right, Chuck, you're you're kind of playing the safe game here. Um, I think I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go on this show and say that Patrick Mahomes is not human because yes, he is human. Um, but 
I mean, it sort of shows us that he can't, you know, be this, like, hero dude every single time, especially when he's going against the top defense. But, I mean, his receivers could have caught the ball a couple times, you know? And it's, I like, people, if you blame Patrick Mahomes for the loss, then you either know nothing about football or you didn't watch the game. Well, because Patrick Mahomes gave it gave his all out there. He was the no, best player on that field for the yeah, I wouldn't yeah. say about the best Six player. Second. I think he gave the best yes, effort for that. Was he literally he literally threw a dime. He was like you know, he was Patrick Mahomes like, no, no, but Patrick Mahomes also had some bad throws. He also had some bad throws. We saw him had some No, yes, you maybe He not, had a couple yes, he had a couple He definitely bad had throws, some bad throws, but he literally know, had Patrick like, Mahomes he had like team gave up on him in the half. He had like 0.25 seconds in the okay, pocket. Okay, it doesn't matter. Pat. No, it doesn't you matter. Know, you want to know your crazy stat? You want to hear a crazy stat? He had 400 yards most ever. He had 400 yards before he threw the ball combined. Like 427 or something like that. Like, that is crazy. He was literally running from the defense half the time. And he still got good throws off. When they, like, actually late in the game. Wait, he had 427 what? He had 427 yards um, running before. He didn't run for 427 yards. Yeah, combined. Yes, he did. Look it up. He ran for total. Yes, next-gen stats. Look it up. For Next one game, he ran for 400 right. yards. 400, no, no. 400 yards before he got the ball off. That is look, – look it up. Look it up. All right, right listen. No, right, but listen. that's – okay. Okay. No, just, he did so not – um, All right. Okay, go ahead. Just, all right, let, let's focus to the other QB now, Tom Brady. I think this can solidify him as the greatest of all time. We said it before the Super Bowl, but this backs it up. He is the greatest QB of all time. Yes, and also backs up Obviously. that Tom Brady can't be beat it, like sorry, can't be beat in the playoffs that easily. Patrick Mahomes got got put into his place just like I said he would. He he got put right down into the mud because he now knows what's up. He knows what it's like to face Tom Brady in Super Bowl. You you know what Russ knows, Ryan knows, like even though Nick Foles did beat him, they all know how hard he is. And he now, I think it's more of like a good perspective change for Mahomes because now he knows that like there's bet there is better guys out there. If you want to be the best, you gotta you gotta really okay. work. It's not gonna come so, to you. Mila, what'd you say? All right. Obviously, as of right now, it is sealed. No question. He proved everybody wrong. He literally he came out to Tampa Bay last year. He signed with them to show everyone why he's the GOAT. He proved he proved me wrong personally. I feel like an idiot for what I said a year ago about him. Um, but, yes, he is the greatest of all time right now. But um, he did say in the, like, in the post-game interview that he is coming back another year. So um, Mahomes does have another chance to beat him and then, you know, have whatever his career is after that, then you can decide. But um, let me ask you guys this. If, if Patrick Mahomes had as much time in the pocket as Tom Brady did, I, like, it would have been a blowout. I agree. I mean, that I mean, is no, that's I, not okay. true. No, 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 no,
We just okay. said that Tom Brady was the greatest quarterback of all time. And then you go say that Patrick Mahomes is the better quarterback. I yes. can't agree with you on that. Patrick one. Mahomes, he was the I better. Think, he is the I better think, quarterback. I, he you sound stupid. Right Listen you, to me. Have Listen, you seen the two passer ratings? You sound stupid. Have you seen Pat Mahomes? He ran for thirty-three yards, not four hundred. Dude, Listen to me. Four hundred before he got off the ball. Hey, oh Listen God. to me. Listen I'm to on me. My phone, by the way. Listen to me. I think that Patrick Mahomes is the better quarterback because he has the better coach. They work in offense together that makes him a good quarterback. Tom Brady is the better quarterback. That's undeniable. Yeah, but you have to understand that 31 to 9, just because if the line becomes better, 31 to 9 is going to go from to 31 and 24, maybe. Not 31 to like 34. They're not going to still lose. Tom Brady still, either way, Tom Brady is still going to dominate the defense line or not. And I know that even if he did have a line, he got White, all those good players coming in, still pressing and being able to get those sacks. And you can't even say that Tom Brady got a lot of time. I watched Tom Brady get He had a lot of time. I watched Tom Brady get sacked with a four-man line in under two seconds. He he was able to stay in the pocket, unlike Mahomes. Mahomes was not able to stay in the pocket. Mahomes didn't want to stay in the pocket either. You saw him running out. He was he couldn't chuck out of the pocket. He couldn't chuck the offense. He couldn't. He physically could not. When no, no, he no, did no. try to stay in the no, pocket, no, no, no. he got absolutely demolished. I know if he stays in the pocket, but you have to understand that you're making excuses, saying that if he did have a line, he would win. Which I he did. Completely... If you look at if you look at the what next quarter, late stats? fourth quarter. If you look at the late fourth quarter, um, the Chiefs' offensive line actually did start to come together. They start to come together, and every yeah, they should have done it three counting quarters. in my head. Yeah, after thirty, after it a, it's already thirty. It was about two seconds. Every time Patrick Mahomes had at least two, two seconds, two whole seconds in the pocket, he made a first down throw every single That's time. That's not true. Patrick Mahomes barely had any third down uh, completions, and he just like. He played hor like let's just face this. He didn't Patrick play Holmes. horribly. No, I know okay. his team. Stop. No, no, dude, 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 I'm gonna sum this. I'm gonna Milo. I'm gonna sum this better. I'm gonna sum this better for you. And this is it. Conclusion time. Yes, conclusion time. Wrap it up. What I'm trying to say is that you make excuses for being wrong about Pat. You you know that Tom Brady's better. You're making excuses now thinking that the line is the issue, they still would have lost line or not because Tom Brady still destroyed the Chiefs' defense and ran all over them. I, not Tom Brady, just the running backs themselves. Tom Brady is better career-wise. He is not Dude. a better quarterback. Okay. okay. Tom Brady Let's is leave this so for next much- season. We will see about this discussion next season. Because right. let's be honest. NFL, Tom Brady, NFL season no, is Tom over Brady just beat. I know, but Tom Brady just beat Pat Mahomes. You can't be calling him a worse QB. I agree. All right, yeah. the NFL season is over. We are uh, transitioning yeah. into the off season. We will see some big moves soon. We already saw the Matthew Stafford trade, but let's move over to hockey. We're gonna bring in Ryan Goldstein first. Hockey. Well, this is the first time we've ever talked about. Yeah, hockey. this is the first time. This should be exciting. This should be exciting. I don't. I watch some hockey. Um, I know Ryan is Ryan can't hear us right now, but he'll hear us in a sec. Ryan is our expert. He, I mean, plays hockey, watches hockey. I assume, I would hope, because he's doing this for us. But Ryan, uh, welcome to the show. Um, power rankings came out today, right? Um, so we'll go over the top five. Um, the Leafs. What are you saying? 
Wait, can you can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we, can we can hear you. Yeah, yes. yeah, all right. So basically, if you if you you guys can all look, if you go to NHL.com, you can see the top five for the standings. And uh, you start off with the Leafs at number one. The Leafs mainly with their they don't have too many like standout players except for like Mitch Marner. The name that was like their that's their top player, Mitch Marner, points wise. He's third all third in points in the league right now with twenty. And uh, also they have this kid named sorry. Uh, Jack Campbell, their goalie, who's one of the top goalies in the league right now. So they're they're doing well to say the least. Obviously, uh, them in Montreal with the new league. Yeah, the, I was gonna say. Eagles. I was gonna say. I think Montreal should be at number one. I would put the Leafs at two and Boston at three. Montreal is good for the first time in like I, I mean, a while. I don't know. Boston should be higher up there. Boston almost has as much total points as the Leafs do, and they have, I believe, one or two less games played. I mean, and they've been doing good out of the box. I, Boston should be at least two, Danny. Ryan, tell me what you think. If uh, so, the thing Boston? about Boston is how they so they stood out in the beginning of the season because of their top player who was out, which was uh, Pasta Pasternak. But now that he's back, they they were okay when he was out. But now that he's back, they're standing out a lot, and that's why they're number two. They're doing really well win wise. Because I personally, I have uh, I play fantasy hockey, so and I have Pasta, and he's doing so well, averaging like two goals a game, sometimes three. He's all, he's always doing something for that team, which like makes them. They were a contender to begin with, but with Oster knocking there, they're like an instant championship contender for the end. Well, tell me what you think. I th- I think if the Knights played as many um, games as the Leafs and and um, other teams, I think they should be in the number one spot. I mean, they they have a no, really, not the number other... one spot. They'll be they would be up there. The other night they one. put up like nine points. I think it was. Yeah, they, yeah, they had they a huge a, game. A, yeah, they were strong. They had a huge game. I don't think, I think they, can, they have to be up there more. If they play I don't know if they can keep it up, though, to be honest with you. I do. They've, they've shown that they can ever since they've came in the league. Yeah, just like what Danny said, since they're such a new team. they Their first year as a team, they made the Stanley Cup. Like, that's incredible. It's, like, almost right. unheard of. But they ended up losing to the Capitals. But they had a lot of problems with COVID, so they've only played nine games then. So they're they're number six in the rankings, and then number five is Tampa. They both played nine games compared to like the thirteen of Philadelphia, who's number four, twelve of Montreal, eleven of Boston, and twelve of Toronto. So, like I, they definitely should be top five, judging by the games played, because they don't really take full of like fully of that into consideration, just like they do in like other sports, like the MLB or football. But they their standout players are like I have these two dudes in uh, fantasy as well. Mark Stone, their captain, very good player. He's fast and he has a nice shot. Along with uh, Pacioretty, they all do some standout things. And when they do play, because they just start playing again after like a week break because of the COVID reasons. So after they just got back from Blake, the break, I forgot who they played, but they just killed them. It was like six to three, seven. I was getting notifications like blowing on my phone 
like about them scoring is crazy. I think that I think that if the the Devils can figure it out, I mean, you look at them; they're at the twenty three spot now, but with Jack Hughes and PK Subban, you know, very good player as we've seen in the past, and Jack Hughes, yeah, I think he's a rookie, really holding his own. I think I, if if they start playing better, I think they could definitely make a run down the stretch. What do you think? Yeah, it's it's the whole uh, division that the Rangers are in right now. It's very complicated with the new standings. So how they're doing it with the travel restrictions, each you're only playing inside the division in the NHL due to like the travel restrictions. Yeah. So yeah. they've been playing some very competitive teams, such as the Boston Bruins and Philadelphia, who are both in the same division. And the Caps too. Yeah. So like I. It, they just have to get stuff together goalie-wise, and they're letting up too many goals compared to other top teams. Mm-hmm. So any, uh, any other news to report or any other team that you want to talk about? Um, one, the two any teams. trade believe, rumors? Oh, oh, there was a big trade that just there recently was, happened. Yeah, the, um, the boys, yeah, what was it? The boys from Columbus, right? Yeah. Where did yeah. you go? So Patrick Laine, who was previously on the Winnipeg Jets, who are number eight right now, he's been on there for a while. He was drafted in the same class as Austin Matthews, so he was kind of always in Austin Matthews' shadow. But he recently just got traded to the Columbus Blue Jackets, which is Columbus is a pretty decent team. The only problem is uh, people are saying that it's either make or break with Lana in this situation because joining a new system is always going to be hard and their coach is a very strong figure. And I think Du Bois really held that team together. He, he played the captain. I don't know if he was a captain, but he, he, in my opinion, he definitely played that. So I think you're, you're totally right. If the Blue Jackets want to make a run for it, then Lana is going to have to be that guy that Du Bois was. Yeah, yeah I, was, I mean, they've, yeah, you lost, can they've lost two of their last – Three. They're actually tied right now. They're playing. Um, 13 and 5, you know, pretty good record. I could see them making I could see them making the playoffs. I don't I don't really see them making a run. I don't see them making a run, but I think they could sneak in as a wild card team. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's 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 always gonna be tough for Columbus because of the any team that's in the same division as Columbus, right, Columbus is in like one of the easier divisions, so they're standing out more than others in their division due to just the competition. But they're they have some problems more with the front office being that like, yeah, what you're just talking about, Danny, that the captain, he was mm-hmm. like making no effort on the ice, making it clear that he wanted to trade bad because. He just did not want to be in that organization. So bringing Line into there makes you kind of a rebirthing culture, kind of. Yeah, yeah. They want to get a new guy in there. I understand it. Mm -hmm. So, Ryan, we thank you for joining you on the show, for for joining us. Thanks, Ryan. We'll definitely have you you on um, for uh, some more news and, and stuff like that. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. All right, Danny, what what do we got next? So the last topic today, we, we thought we would be a little heavier on time, but we can talk about it. We got the co- new college basketball power rankings. You know how it is. Every Wednesday show, we tell you the college basketball power rankings from Bleacher Report. So let's pull those up. Um, so I, it, I did look at them earlier. And let me tell you, I mean, huge, 
the top three stayed the same. I'll tell you that. But huge, um, huge shakeup in the other. In, in the, the other, middle, for sure. In the middle, correct. Wait, did the top three stay the same though? Because I thought Villanova was. Uh... Sorry, let me pull them up. I think. Villanova... Yeah, no, Villanova went. Michigan came up from I think like the. The top three changed. Spot. The top yeah, three I'll... changed. And oh, yeah. And sorry, Ohio sorry, State that's what changed, I meant. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Here, let me tell you right here. If we go to the AP poll, we we're having a little technical difficulties tonight, so please forgive me. Yeah, I apologize for my audio. My my mic wasn't my audio wasn't working oh, on my don't, uh, don't worry about it don't worry about so, it okay. my audio sounds trash and that's why Michigan, oh, all right goodness, so the first two staying all right so the first two are staying oh. the same as we've seen for a long time let's talk about michigan i said it team of the year in my opinion number three Offense, spot. oh my gosh they're flow amazing oh amazing i want to watch them yes yes to watch them chuck they've villanova got, your, they've your got team. like better chemistry than like They've got way they've got their chemistry is like ten times better than the Nets. It's not even close. It's amazing. It's absolutely yeah. incredible. Chuck, your team moving down to your Villanova team moving down to number five. I know you hate them. Um, yeah, they're down State, to Ohio State. I don't. Moving. I don't like Ohio State going up personally. Just you got to watch out for them come tournament time. I'll let you know that though. Yeah, right but now. there's a lot of those teams, but I still don't think it's the right call to yeah. make them. I, I think they should be like eight or nine. I don't think they should be yeah. number four. Although, like I agree I, with you that they could be pretty lethal in the tournament. That's a whole different story. You get right. It's not like college, like football, where it's like the top. Uh, top four make it. It's that it, it's all of it's all of them basically. So it's just a battle of who do you think's better. And I don't think they made the right call here, but it's not. No, they didn't. And it's in fact, team. in the coaches' poll, they're ranked fifth instead of fourth. Villanova is ranked over them, which I I agree with. Uh, mm-hmm. I said I don't have issues with anybody. I don't else. really like the coaches' poll. I think I mean it's fine. It's fine. It's what the coaches think. But you know, I think that um. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I, I, I want to read the facts, and the facts yeah, is the AP poll. Yeah, that's so, true. Alabama, I said, re- Missouri moving up to number 10. They're in the top 10. A very good team, very good team. But Alabama moving down a spot from last week after losing a couple games. I still think they're a great team. This is just, you know, their speed bump. Well, uh, what are they at? Like a now a 66 win-loss now, uh, basically. Because, like, I don't know. If you really have a team losing that much, I'm pretty sure they lost to a few unranked teams. And I think that's always a – like, there's always – this isn't, like, a multiple-game series or anything. But although, like, one-game wonders can happen, I still don't think that you should be losing like that consistently. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't see that same event going on again and again. And although they're, like, not – what are they on? Are they on a streak or not? I, I haven't. No, they're they're, no, they're they on a just losing streak. they're on a losing streak right well, now. Well, just one yeah. game. But all it's right, let's take game. a step down to number twelve at Oklahoma. I think two weeks ago they were unranked, and now they're at number twelve. The, the scary well, they, team, a little underrated. Yeah, but they've just lost three in a row. I, I, they are a scary team. They could pose a threat. I don't see them staying where they are just because mm-hmm. I don't. Really think I they're. They I don't see them getting. I don't think March, they have enough depth and role players, mm-hmm. but I I do see them staying ranked at more like the lower 
AP poll. I I, I, I can. I see him getting kicked out sure. by the. Uh, they'll make the tournament. I see him getting kicked out kind of towards the end. March Madness approaching fastly. I mean, in in like a little oh a little more uh, a little closer to two months, I'd say March eighteenth it starts. Um, but Texas also all these these two teams and West Virginia all they were all making case for themselves in the beginning of the season. Now they dropped. Um, now Iowa at number yeah. fifteen after being upset by Indiana at Indiana we've said Iowa has not looked sharp at times and this is another this was another thing well they're on an eight game winning streak and Garza and Smith that duo seven is game losing really streak. good that's seven gonna game be a problem streak. but I agree with you Garza he's he's insane he's literally insane. I think he'll win the wooden player of the year yeah for sure. definitely um Florida State getting back up there in the top 20 could I uh, could I jump to a team that? Oh, I yeah, go for it. Of course. I know we're kind of skipping around, but Rutgers sneaking into being Rutgers ranked. is a good team. No, are, no, yeah. no. You don't no. think so? I think out. as as a the only valid case you could give them why they should be up that high is beating Michigan State by like what was it like? I didn't watch about 25, 30 points, I believe. They believe they beat. It was Michigan. sixty-eight to forty-five. Michigan. No, I'm talking about the most recent one. Oh, um, sixty. Uh, it says here sixty-seven to thirty-seven. That's a thirty-point oh, yeah. win. But then you also go on to beat Northwestern, and as a Northwestern fan, that's not impressive at all to beat Northwestern in basketball. And just and then you have Minnesota. You're on a four-game winning streak against ranked teams, and I'm always about can you show up and beat those ranked teams? And so far they, they have, have not showed up and beat any ranked teams. They're they not they, going they only beat Illinois, I believe. Honestly, honestly, judging by their schedule, I mean, I don't. I mean, I think oh they're, they're not they don't have the hardest there. schedule. They don't have the hardest schedule. They are playing Michigan, um, they're also playing and they're going to play Indiana. So I'm pretty sure that's going to be – they have, like, you know, a, a decent schedule. I think – I don't think they're going to stay in the top 25 because they're they're going to play Indiana on no, the 24th, they're, they're Maryland, gonna, they're gonna Michigan. I think they're going to lose. They're playing maybe. Iowa tonight. They're not They're not staying in the t- top 25. And then, that's for sure. They're also right, going to go talk about, too. I want to talk about one more team they're not in the rankings. And that is Kansas. Kansas has always – I think Kansas will still be a dangerous team. They'll make the tournament. But even though not in the rankings right now, they could be one of those teams that, you know, are not in the rankings and they're not, you know, they're not that great this year. But I think they'll be bad come tournament time. I think they'll be a very good team. Yeah, I mean, Kansas, I mean, they've got just such a great um, – Program. A great history and, like, they've got um, a great coach – Staff, all that stuff. You never, never count Kansas out. They're always Agreed. a threat. Yeah, but I mean, you... they're always a threat in March Madness, good or bad. They're they always make something. Happen. We've seen we've seen uh like teams that once were great. Like it's kind of a switch of the superpowers in college basketball. Well, let's not talk about Duke here because they always choke. I don't want to talk about Duke. No, Kansas. we're not talking about Duke. But Kansas was also pretty good. Let let's not look just like. Last while, last five years, they've been pretty good, but they're not doing as good this year. And I just think that 
personally, the superpowers are switching up, and I don't think we're going to see as much of Kansas in the near future of this no. organization. I agree with Baylor, you. over the past three years, Baylor's presence in the AP Top 25 has been outstanding. They're going to be a superpower sooner or later. I'm gonna it's end bound it at this. to happen. I'm gonna end it at this. I think it's great to see a rebirth in culture. It's like not. It's like seeing. It's like you don't want to see this. It's same great for the game too. It's great for the. It's game. honestly so exactly. good for the game. Yeah, it's great for the game. So that's our show tonight. We hope you enjoyed. We thought we would be. We th- if you if we if it seemed like we rushed anything, we're sorry. We thought that Milo was having some audio problems, and we thought that we. I would, apologize for my terrible. It, don't audio. worry about it. Um. We thought that it would cut into our show a little bit, so we had to rush a little thing, especially with the Super Bowl recap. If you enjoyed the show, please let us know. If you don't, right. um, I got to make fine. a shot for the culture. Give me a second. Yeah, make a shot for the culture. For the culture. Oh my god! Don't go for this, okay? All right, bet. Let's go. Prop. It's a prop. You can't really see it, but I'm dunking over this. It's a laundry basket. Oh, Chuck's gonna kill right, himself. Let's get it. Oh my gosh. Blake Griffin. Let's go. Ah. <laughs> That's our show tonight. We'll see you on Wednesday, then Friday, then Monday. Menace, Charlie.